1: And we are back. We we didn't take too many days off. We had the Dig podcast the other day, and we're back with IDP Nation, or IDP Nation Prime. I don't know if we've been thrown around. We use the same RSS feed, so it's kind of like, you know, whatever we feel like naming it. We'll just switch them up one day, just to mess with people. What's going on, Daryl? What's going on, Dan? I don't
2: know.
1: Nothing much, just another uh, day in Coronaville.
2: Yeah. But uh <laughs> Yeah, I, I see the nice haircut you got going
1: there. I, I got a mohawk, you know, I got out of the shower, I don't have to see anybody, so I <laughs> did the mohawk. My hair's going to be pretty long, pretty soon it would be like a foot tall. So, it's either a mohawk or a mullet, so I'm going with the mohawk. So. <laughs> but, wise uh,
2: choice, wise choice. Yeah.
1: But anyway, uh, on the show this week, we have a special guest who's been making the rounds as his consistency guide. That's always a pleasure to read. Uh, Mr. Bob Lung, who's simply at Bob underscore Lung. Bob, how
3: are you? Doing great, guys. Thanks for having me on. And uh, always pleasure to get on any show and talk. Uh, fantasy football especially the importance of consistency in that and uh, the only consistency we have in our lives right now is boredom and that's it staying at home that's our only consistent thing we have
1: pretty much and uh it's 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 kind of funny because you know we, we thought about you know asking you to come on in years past but this year you've you've kind of hit our audience by adding idp into the consistency guide that's right I
3: did, but it was, uh, with the help of some friends of mine. So I don't know if you've had a chance to dive into what that is, but, uh, basically, uh, I was asked about six months ago, it was during the football season, uh, from these gentlemen from Brazil who were creating basically a website for people in Brazil who played fantasy football and was kind of teaching them the ropes. And obviously they're writing it in Portuguese. And, uh, they came across my book. I sent it to them for, you know, send them all free PDFs and said, guys, you know, I'd be more than happy to share with you to, you know, you know, teach it to you, understand it, ask questions. And they really enjoyed it. And they came back to me and said, uh, you know, would you mind if we post, you know, stuff on our site using your theory and your method? Um, and, you know, I, I basically asked them permission to post and I'm like, absolutely, you know, anywhere we can share it. Um, you know, especially in another country is great. Well, then they took it a step further and said, you know, Hey, we noticed you don't do IDP. And I said, yeah, I know I've always wanted to, but I've never had the people to do it. And they said, we'd like to do it. And if you tell us what the calculation is, we'll build it, we'll create it and we'll write articles about it and all that stuff. And I said, that's fantastic. And they did it. And um, when they got done I said, Hey, I said, You know, people have asked me about this in the past. Would you mind if I took you? Would you mind creating an article with last year's top guys at each position consistency wise on IDP? And I'll put the article and I put their names in there. They're hard to pronounce. It's like Rui Mauricio. And uh, I can't remember now. But anyway, um, but they're great people. And so I put their article in. And so uh, basically there's a link to uh, the Uh, Brazil fantasy football site that they have. You can always hit translate when you get there, and they're going to update that all through the season and keep up to date with IDP consistency. So very excited that they helped me out. And now we can say we're an international uh, (laughs) book now. We didn't have IDP on top
1: of it. It's kind of funny because when you said they were from Brazil, I thought you were just referring to the fact that a lot of people think that people that play IDP are from outer space. (laughs) So I kind of thought... I kind of thought part? it was a joke, but uh, they were literally <laughs> yeah. from Brazil.
3: Yeah, literally so. from Brazil. Here, I'll click on the link. So their names are Rui, R-U-I, Mauricio, and Chow or how you pronounce it in, in Portuguese, Riberio, or Ribio. R- R- yeah, Ribio. Uh, so their website <laughs> is uh, brffootball.com, .br, for dot .brazil. And, of course, they spell Brazil with an S as us Americans felt with a Z so um but it's there and you can read about it and yeah. she sees it has a scoring method and then breaks down each position and they did a great job and so like I said I'm honored and proud that uh they thought enough of me to continue to grow this and uh they were of course giddy and very honored that I put them in the book and we're sharing that information together so it's pretty yeah. cool
1: it's funny and daryl can tell you this that a couple of about a year and a half ago i guess it was i sat down to sift through and try to kind of come up with some kind of figuring out who is the most consistent linebacker and i started with linebackers mm-hmm. and i tried to chart their careers and going through this and, and i got so bogged down in the statistical part of it that right You know, but with two kids and
3: Oh, yeah, right. No. I think I was
1: in the middle of a move, too. and uh, Oh. <laughs> yeah, no. It no. ended up yeah. just kind of fizzling out. Yeah, had me and
3: two kids. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> two boys. And uh, and then we, I think we were moving.
3: Oh,
1: yeah, it was man. about two years ago. and uh, yeah. So I, I kind of gave up on the idea. Yeah, just you because... were moving. You were. Yeah, because I was charting out, and, and I was trying to do it kind of by hand, not necessarily... Probably the least intelligent way to do it, yeah. shorting everything. Well, out no, it, hand, it's
3: but... easier if you have you know, AI, APIs and databases yeah. and everything. And that's I know how it works. I don't know how to make it work. So I yeah. just tell people, this is how it calculates. And this is how it works. And this is what you're comparing against. And this is how the final thing comes together. Yeah. And then people have built it for me. Thank goodness there's <laughs> people that have that talent. It's not me. I'm a pencil and paper guy.
1: Like my rankings, I still like to get out the pencil and paper, and I still like to, you
3: know, write it yeah, out yeah, it and draw my nice. fifteen arrows and. You know, <laughs> color then code, I got yeah, to five different markers and color code and all that. Yeah. Well, every every do, draft, makes, yeah,
1: every draft yeah, Dan I sit makes down
2: because I do scroll sheets and I write it all out, and I've got <laughs> notebooks on top of notebooks. Nice. And, yeah, he writes down the show the show
1: notes. We we used to keep a Google Doc for our show, and then right. I I stopped doing that. I'm like, we, we know what to do. But we know what's going on by now. You know, That's we do right. the news and yeah, notes. Yeah, we right. have our,
3: our main event. We it's a lot more fun when it's kind of off the cuff. Yeah. and it's kind of you know I call it right. uh, organized chaos. I know? thrive
1: in organized chaos. Yeah. Uh,
3: well, you're a teacher. You yeah. have to. <laughs>
1: That's your I, uh, yeah, I, hey, I deal with organized kids. chaos all the your time. Your whole
3: life is organized chaos at this point. Yeah, yeah. It, Hopefully more is. organized than chaos, but it's going to be chaos.
1: Yeah, yeah. I had It's her about, daughters,
3: so but they're all grown. But I, I was I've been there.
1: It's about fifty-one forty-nine, I think. Yeah, right. <laughs>
3: so just in case
1: somebody's been living under a rock and doesn't uh, <laughs> know what your consistency guide kind of goes through, um, I, I guess kind of. You know, I was reading through a little bit. Um, how does the clutch game come into to play? That's so a, kind of yeah. My so that's
3: right, right. So here's how it kind of all comes together. The idea when I created this, there was a couple things that I was I wanted to make sure that my, that mine was my concept, my theory, my model was different than others. And and I, the two things that were most important to me were one. It had to be adjustable. You had to be able to put your own scoring method in, so that you could apply it to your league. Because if you just do a PPR, then okay, yeah, that's a very popular system. But some people do six point passing. Some people do, you know, uh, you know, minus three for interceptions or minus two, and yeah. So there was all quirks, and I wanted to make sure. So that was number one. The second one is I wanted to make this as easy to understand as I could. Um, I play also fantasy baseball and I play fantasy football. There's a big difference between the knowledge base of the people playing fantasy baseball and then fantasy football. We all love our fantasy football fans, but not all of them are, um, you know, Rhodes Scholars and CPAs and law, law students. Hmm. So, you know, creating consistency information that has four different categories and three different percentages of, you know, peak and high and low. And just that's to me was too confusing for people. I wanted one number. When you look at a player, there's one number. They're either 75% consistent, 50%, 25%. And from that number, you know, obviously the higher number, the better. So that was the two things that were more important to me. So the quality factor is the number when it does the calculation that on a weekly basis, that that position player needs to exceed in fantasy points based on that scoring method to earn a clutch game. So for quarterbacks last year was like 19.8. So basically 20 and over, and that's in a four point passing. So every time somebody, any quarterback was over 20 points in a game, they're earning a clutch game more clutch games, higher percentage, higher percentage means you're more consistent. Um, you know, so running backs, you know, PPR might be 11 points non PPR might be eight. So, um, and, and, you know, there's a, a tool on my website, bigguyfantasysports.com. You can go there. It's called the consistency report. You can put in your own scoring method and you can actually see who the most consistent players are. We're in your league last year, 2018, 2017, all the way back. Um, and then what's nice is then you can create that report for that position, download it into Excel, and now you've got it. So you can keep that, use that as part of your tools for draft tr- uh, prep, uh, and you can do that for each position. And then you can combine them and do your own rankings. But the nice thing is you can then add that to your rest of your arsenal for pr- for draft prep. So the clutch factor is basically what gets them into I call the starting lineup in a 12-team league. Um, and, of course, in that consistency report, you can change the number of teams in your league. So if you're in a 14-team league, it changes the factor. If you're in a 10-team league, it changes the factor. Um, so it will adjust for that. But the idea is that each time you're in a clutch game, you you should have been worthy of starting on a, in a 12-team league in the top 12 quarterbacks, top 24 running backs, top 36 receivers, and top 12 tight ends. If you earn that spot, you've earned a clutch game, you are worthy of being on a starting lineup you deserve to be in that scenario and that's how it all comes together in a simple way with a lot of back calculations
1: yeah so this question is for for uh daryl's benefit okay uh his new franchise quarterback ryan Tannehill.
2: where does he fall in the god i hate
3: you well well no that's okay so we're so it's daryl i'm gonna do some really good news here buddy okay i hope
2: you do but i hate him i really do first
3: off he gets 10 bonus points every year every week in fantasy just for his wife appearing on the sidelines so we got that going for him. um the second thing is Um, so last year, Tannenhill, Hill, who had sucked for Miami's team forever, comes into Tennessee, goes 75% consistent over the last 12 games. He goes 9 for 12. That ranked him third overall in, in consistency factor. 75%. And when you realize that he did most of that, you know, in those last 11 games where he went 11 of – he really went 10 of 11 – or 9 of 9 – I'm sorry, 9 of 10 – from week seven on uh, he had a slow start there the first couple games. I mean, he definitely is a grossly undervalued quarterback heading into this year right now his ADP is like quarterback 23. I have him at 15. He certainly proved he can be consistent. He's not putting up, you know, 25 points a game, but he's putting up 20 to 22. That's what you want out of a quarterback. Uh, so he's a great value as your backup. He's a great value in a two quarterback league. Um, You know, the only thing that scared me a little bit was in the playoffs when Derrick Henry was running at his peak. He didn't score as many fantasy points, didn't have to throw the ball as much. That's the only thing that could be troublesome from him is that if teams can't stop Henry and and the defense also takes over, they don't need to throw the ball. So that could be troublesome sometimes. I don't know if he can maintain the 75% consistency for the whole season but he certainly proved that he could be a valuable quarterback, uh, especially as a late round pick.
1: See that I just drafted him today in our campus to Canton. He's backing up uh, <laughs> Mr. Jared Garf. So
3: he might actually Garf. start Garf.
1: If, if Garf. Yes.
3: Yeah. Shout well, out to the fantasy, fantasy footballers. Cool. So. <laughs> Golf's, you know, Golf's the golf so one is kind of guy that is, you, if you could pick and choose each week who you're starting, which most of you can, his home or his Fantasy consistency against anybody who's not in the top 10 defense is extremely good. But if he plays anybody who's top 10, like last year when he played Pittsburgh, Cincinnati or I'm sorry, Pittsburgh, Chicago, Baltimore and the 49ers over about a 4-week period, goes 0 for 4. Yeah. All the rest of me tore up, but they weren't always you know those were against lesser defenses. So, just got to watch with him, but he's a, he's a good quarterback too. So, maybe you can mix and match him during the year and, and put together a nice little team.
1: Yeah, I like to bust Daryl's uh, stones about Tannehill at least once an episode, pretty much. Like, oh, no, that's fine. Toss, right, toss I one at him, you know. <laughs> and I drafted him today, too. I, I, I was kind of nice. busted on him about that. Um, so, actually, it's, it's funny. You mentioned uh, the Ohio State University earlier. Um, we have Mr. Fields in a Debbie League that we share. So we are greatly looking forward to Fields uh, lighting it up again this year. Nice,
3: nice. And
1: being the, I don't know, one or two overall pick, you think, with uh, Dexter Lawrence. I think Could it's going to be. be a toss-up. But, um, so, I, I know you relied on your friends from Brazil for the IDP. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some things that I guess you learned from the idp side of of this well, that maybe
3: stuck you know out. The, the the sad thing is is i don't play in any leagues that have idp so you know i look at the data and go okay you know i know who joey Vosa is i know who cameron jordan is i mean i it's not like i don't know yeah. some of the names but you know what i don't know is okay how does it you know A guy like Cameron Hayward, is he consistent every year? See, my data, I've got five or six years of back data to go. This guy's been, you know, 80% consistent for three straight years. I I can give something to base it on. Um, It'd be nice, you know, and I think they did do a 2018, not for the book, but maybe on the website. So there might be more data. Um, But, you know, I told him, I said, look, guys, you know, if you get into doing this, Maybe you guys can create almost like a not a maybe a, a full guide, but an IDP, you know, database that people can just like mine use to search and calculate and bring up, you know, past data. So you can look at a guy's three years average or three year totals. Or a week by week, you know, were they really consistent the second half of the year when they, you know, when the linebacker lost one of their defensive linemen and, the, you know, they're, they're getting right. more tackles? So I don't play it enough, but I understand it. And so I think it would be interesting stuff. Um, you know, and, and I still have a long term goal of creating my own report for IDP, just like I have for the regular positions. Um, it won't be hard to do. Theirs is all in Excel and in a Google sheet. So you can't really go right. and check it and change the scoring method and do all that kind of stuff. So, um, so there's a long-term goal that, you know, maybe we'll work together and I'll try to get something built on the site so that, you know, people can actually look and have access to that data as well. So.
1: Yeah, that's um, something that you are always looking for because we've always referred to, Defensive end, and and we've we've just noticed. You know, we we used to every week go over the top like twelve, you mm. know, at each position, and we'd have the same names coming up time and time again.
3: The right. defensive
1: end is one of those positions where it's like. You get a sack, you're on the top 12. You don't get a sack that week, you're not in the top 12. Right. So,
3: right, I got very yeah. boomerang. It's kind bust. of like tight ends. Yeah. Tight end. If you score a touchdown, right. you're, you've earned a clutch game pretty much. You only need eight points. Yeah. So, one catch for one for two yards and a touchdown, that's eight. You're done. Yeah. <laughs> you're in. <laughs> so, but, you know, again, they don't score every week. So, that's, that's hard to find too. Yeah.
1: And um, so, how do you judge rookies coming in? Because I know we, we do a lot of, of scouting. We have our own uh, rookie draft guide, I guess, that we're working on uh, with a couple other websites to put out. Um, it, it's always hard to say what somebody's going to come in and do like this year. Um,
3: well, um, if you, uh, for those of you who have your guide in front of you, let me ask you to turn to page nine. Uh, Where every year in the guide for the last three years, I've put together this chart and this uh, article that's called Rookies Versus Consistency. And I get this question. I I think that if there's one question I get in every podcast, regardless of what time of the year it is, it is, Bob, what about rookies? They haven't proved anything. And I say, you're right. So I did this about three years ago, and I've updated it uh, every year. So here's the data on page nine since 2010 when i started tracking this uh since 2010 in the four positions quarterback running back wide receiver tight end in only the first four rounds because not there's very rare that we get the round six tom brady's coming out of there so only the first four rounds only those four positions there's been 428 players drafted of those only 36 of them have ever earned a 60% consistency rating in their rookie season if they played more than 10 games. That's less than 10%. In fact, it's about 8.4, which means almost 92% of all rookies that come out in the NFL at quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, 92% don't earn 60% consistency in their first season, saying to me that, I don't have a lot of faith in them. Not saying it can't be done, but the interesting thing is when you look at the actual players, so pages 10, 11, and 12, uh, where you see the players who did exceed, um, it shows that, yes, some of them, most of the quarterbacks are round one, pick one, Cam Newton, uh, Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, pick two, Robert Griffin, Marcus Mariota. But you know the only one that was that almost didn't make it was pick round 4 pick 135 which was Dak Prescott who was 75% consistent in his first year so we look at these six quarterbacks how many of them were consistent after year 1 Griffin and Mariota's fallen apart mm-hmm. Mayfield didn't come back strong this year um Newton has had a decent career Prescott's had a decent so far but you notice none of these guys have really rocketed to the top, uh, you know. White running backs, kind of the same way. While you do have the Barkleys, Elliotts, Le'Veon Bell's, Fournette, Kamara, Gurley, those kind of guys. There's also a mixture of Eddie Lacy's, Alfred Morris, T.J. Yeldon, Trent Richardson's, uh, Zach Stacy, Giovanni Bernard, who also then didn't do anything after those years. So, uh, interesting combination. But I think the most impressive group, though, is the wide receivers. Every single of the one receivers that have earned 60% in their rookie year have all went on to what I'll call fantasy greatness. Odell Beckham, Michael Thomas, A.J. Green, Julio Jones, Keenan Allen, Juju, Cooper Cup, Mike Evans, Allen Robinson. All of them have shown consistency past year one. Last year, the two were D.K. Metcalf, D. Bill Samuels. So I really like their chances more than other guys to continue that consistency where the other ones may not. So, and then tight ends are a disaster and only Evan Ingram <laughs> and Jordan Reed have ever made it, which also shows you when people were like losing their minds last year on TJ Hawkinson and Noah fan. And I'm like, guys, there's only been two that's even owned 60% in their first year. And none of them were named Kelsey Ertz, Jimmy Graham, Gronkowski (laughs) or nothing. So (laughs) don't get too excited that if the, you know, the tight ends suck their first year and they did. So that's Uh, what I, that's, that's my comment on rookies. It's a long winded one, but that's what I put in every year.
1: Yeah. So this is mainly, I guess, redraft. So I I am, I do very little in redraft anymore. I've kind of gotten away from it. So me being dynasty guy, um, unless'm st- if I'm doing a startup, then this is um, all right. very useful. How can I use the consistency? I mean the obvious way is, you know, trade bait. I want to go after these players, right I want to trade for these players and I want to trade away the guys that are inconsistent.
3: right So right.
1: besides that, how, how can a dynasty player use a lot of this information?
3: Well, again, I think, you know, for rookies, you know, the key would be looking at the the numbers. You you see a higher success of wide receivers becoming consistent factors uh, and benefits to your team in the future. Um, where the, the tight ends obviously do not, do not at all. Uh, running backs are a little bit better. Quarterbacks aren't very good. So, you know, You know, it's going to be hard for everybody not to take Joe Burrow 1-1 in your dynasty league if you've got the first pick. I get it. But, you know, you may want to take more of a chance if you're in the middle of the first round on wide receivers than running backs because you know that you might keep them for a longer period of time and have more value. Uh, Like you said, the other factor is the can you, you know, identifying some trade potential out there that guys have let's say they have a third uh quarterback and maybe they have somebody like Stafford or or Tannenhill or Wentz or somebody that just shown consistency um especially the older guys you know I I play in one dynasty league and it seems like there's zero love for guys like Drew Brees Matt Ryan uh and and Tom Brady I'll take those guys all day yeah I get it they're not gonna be around forever but I want to win this year and next year and the year after and (laughs) So, yeah. um, so, you know, I'll, I'll trade for those kind of guys um, and pull them onto my team and then hopefully add some youth and have a good combination of that. Uh, but, you know, everybody has a different thought process on their dynasty team. Some like to just keep building and building young talent and hope that someday they'll have a dynasty <laughs> team, but it doesn't always work right. out that way. Yeah,
1: definitely. I, I've, I've just... I guess I kind of follow that model because I try to build through wide receiver. Because um, running backs, you know, you got about a two to right. three, you know, two to three year window. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. four, or five, if they're really, you know, elite. Right. Uh, like you know, we're, we're seeing Christian McCaffrey get paid sixteen million a year for the next four years. You know, is he still going to be, you know, RB one two in four years? Probably not. History tells you, probably right. not. Um, so you know, investing in those running backs early, whereas Daryl here, he took Joe Mixon. Who'd you take, Mixon and Gurley?
2: He's betting I on did. those knees. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. second round. I mean, considering who was gone, it I is was, a it is a sixteen team league, so it is a little deep.
3: oh yeah, that's deep, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah I mean, right.
2: considering who was gone and where he was still available and. You know this uh, new team is a fresh of breath of air, so I'm, I'm rolling the dice on it. We'll see. Yeah,
3: well, yes. could be could could be out by game three because they'll try to give him the ball thirty times game.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, very well, could. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll start three and zero. Oh.
3: <laughs> yeah, start three and zero. Oh, if he makes it to game six and he's kicking ass, trade him faster t- t- as fast as you can, man. Right. Because if they're giving him a ton of touches, he's not going to make it. Right. Because they baby the the crap out of him and for the rams last year.
1: Yeah, they they were they treated him like Mr. Glass like Oh yeah. They, like yeah, he it, was going to break yeah, if
3: Yeah, if if you have a guy that that's productive, whether you babied him or not, you must have really babied him to be trading <laughs> him off that quick, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, just cut him and then they traded Cooks. It was it was a little bit between between the Rams, I guess, throwing a bunch of money at people and then trying to trade them, and the Texans just trading everybody in the world.
3: Yeah, it, uh, it, it's Bill a O'Brien's crazy. like that drunk uncle that's in your fantasy team that you just you know drop off a 12-pack on his front porch and write a note that says, hey, I'll give you David Johnson for DeAndre Hopkins, and he writes back yes. Yeah. You
2: know what? I love Bill O'Brien in Houston. Best thing ever. <laughs>
3: Says the guy whose who's favorite team is in the same division. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he's,
1: he's loving this because you figure his division is the, the tech. If the Titans don't win the division, it's they employ. Oh, my
3: gosh. I
0: mean,
1: Because yeah. you got the uh, Jaguars who are a complete rebuild.
2: No, no. Right. Get it right, Dan. You got to get it right.
1: It's Saxonville. Uh, no,
2: no. Come not on. anymore. The,
1: all their sack guys, they traded away or are going to trade away.
2: You've got to say it right. Come on. Man. Oh,
1: you can go ahead, because I'm not going to insult the great city of Jacksonville.
2: <laughs> well, let it be my honor to call them Suxtonville.
3: Suxtonville. Well, they got Uncle Rico <laughs> as our quarterback. Come on. Yeah, they do.
1: <laughs> Minshew magic here. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure Minshew probably doesn't even know that the coronavirus is a thing. He's probably in some desolate Wyoming town or something. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. But uh, and then you got the the Colts who have Philip Rivers, which uh, I don't know. I the eye test to me tells me Philip Rivers. Maybe you can uh, shed some light on uh, Philip Rivers. I mean, he threw the ball ninety times a game. I guess ten for every child that he has.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: how has his consistency <laughs> been the past couple years? Because it seems to me like he's dropped off a
3: cliff. Like, well, let me tell you this quickly, Philip Rivers is one of the most consistently average quarterbacks you will ever see in your lifetime. this guy every year is almost exactly 50 or 56 percent consistent. like you can count on him being so average that if you could take it to Vegas, you probably win a lot of money. If the over under was 56 percent you know or 55 percent, just take the over at 56 because he's always there. In fact, last three years, 56, 56 and 50. There you go. Um, now, what Phillip Rivers does bring, I think, to wow. the Colts as are, are a couple things. Um, there are two guys that are going to benefit it greatly, and they're not named Marlon Mack to T.Y. Hilton.
1: Wilkins. It's Jack,
3: Jack Doyle and um, Naheen Himes.
0: They're
3: because Nahe Himes is the Austin oh, wow. Eckler of that team, and Jack Doyle is the Hunter Henry of that team. And that's, you know, T.Y. will get his catches kind of like Keenan Allen did but, you know, Rivers realized so much in the Chargers offense on Eckler out of the backfield. I mean, Mack will do his job kind of like Melvin Gordon did. But when it comes to a PPR format, Naheen Himes is going like running back 40. Nobody's even thinking about this, and I don't know why. Um, and Jack Doyle is going like tight end 20. And both of them are going to have such great value. And people forget that just three years ago, 2017, when Luck was there – and Doyle was there without Ebron. Jack Doyle was top eight in both total points and consistency that season. That's right. And, we were all and, saying, "Oh, Doyle rules." Yeah. So, um, so <laughs> I'm expecting big things out of out of both of them, and that's what Rivers brings is is at least a decent quarterback that Brissett wasn't.
1: Yeah, and and just I don't know, just watching him throw i mean yeah. now the one thing he has going for him and they were talking about this the other day on one of the football shows i was watching he goes from possibly the worst offensive line in the league to possibly mm-hmm. one of the best offensive lines right. in the
0: league. and right. they
1: said when he, when he had a clean pocket and he wasn't being rushed he was actually right. completing like you know 10 right.
3: 10 to
1: 20 percent more passes than and the other thing he's is rushed.
3: he's only missed like one game in whatever number of seasons he's played oh yeah yeah, he's very durable. So you can count on him being out there. Again, you can't count on him as your starting guy in your, in your fantasy team. You just can't. If you're a two-quarterback league, he's a very good second quarterback. But, but he helps – he makes the other players good, and I see a lot of talent there in, in Hines, Doyle. Uh, you know ty will get his catches mac will be solid i think it's going to make the team be better offensively they just didn't have that last year i think they'll be better than people expect them to be they're not going to compete with the titans i get that but i think they'll be competitive i think they'll score a lot uh the, the defense isn't that strong i think they lost some players um even though i think they did get a guy from san francisco
1: and um, to far as that Buckner.
3: yeah so that'll help but um, you know, I think I think they'll be good. I think they'll be have some good fantasy talent coming out of there.
1: Well, you know, when you got nine kids
3: at home, there's nothing yeah. you want to do more than just go to that's, work and that's stay not at work. Organized chaos. That's
1: just chaos. You just want to stay at work. Like, you how don't many kids
3: does he have? Like six? I
1: don't know. You know what though? He'll be at an advantage because if Frank Wright gives him the playbook, he can just yeah. line all his kids up, and he'll have a full yeah. squad. Right. You know, his wife can yeah. you know hike the ball.
3: I know or... you're. I know you're four, but you're gonna play slot. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, there's a little, on the short side. You'd know, be just, a bit of like Peyton Manning in that uh, Saturday Night Live commercial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, uh, what don't you get? I throw right. you. Dead. It's not that tough.
1: Yeah, it's. I've been catching up on some Saturday Night Lives from like the original. Hulu has a bunch of the seasons that are yeah. pretty good. But uh, yeah, wow. wow. But yeah, yeah.
3: I grew up watching those every Saturday night. Yeah. They
1: tried to do something the other night, I heard.
3: Yeah, they tried to do some kind of, you know, Zoom thing. I don't know how it went, but whatever. Yeah, I didn't watch it. I don't watch (laughs) it much anymore. I wait till the I don't know if it's Sunday or Monday, and Rolling Stone puts out, like, an article that has the best three clips, and usually one out of those three are decent. Every once in a while, they'll pull off a dandy, but most of the time... You know, and most of them are like the commercials.
1: Right? Yeah.
3: Like, I don't know if you've ever seen the commercial for Amazon Alexa, but yeah, it's yeah. for old people. Yes. The yeah. Amazon Silver. That's yeah. be one of the best what I've seen in a while.
1: Yeah. So what have you been doing? I mean, besides uh, stat crunching, what have you been doing uh, besides podcasting and stat crunching to kill your Corona time here?
3: Well, that took up about two and a half weeks. So that yeah. actually took up quite a bit of time. <laughs> um, you know, now, I mean, I work from home. I'm an accountant. Um, okay. So, you know, I do that. Um, y- you know, a lot of binge watching of shows, watching movies, watching, you know, obviously the Tiger King had to be in there for oh, yeah. you know, all, all of the world. Daryl, um, you got to watch it. Daryl hasn't seen Tiger King. Oh, dude, it's no. a great, it's it's a, great train, train wreck. It, it's, it is a train wreck. Exactly. Great it. train wreck. Just do it. Trainer. I'll do it. Got Just him. do it. It's,
2: it's I
1: It's junk food. Is Joe Exotic too close to home for you? Is that the problem?
3: <laughs> now they do both wear head uh, bandanas on there. Yeah, heads, they so, do. Yeah. Could be. You, <laughs> I don't know. Daryl looks a little bit more... Dude, he looks not, a little man. bit more Come like Jeff. Yeah. Daryl's going to have to
1: watch it to see that we were making fun of him there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're trying to decide see. if Daryl looks more like... Uh, uh, oh, who is the guy? Jeff Lowe,
1: Jeff Lowe,
3: Jeff Lowe. But now, that's not that's not who he looks like, though. The bandana is Jeff Lowe with a ball cap on. But the, yeah. the guy that was riding the um, the jet ski at the end, the last show, like off into the sunset. What
0: was hey,
1: it, yeah, man?
3: the guy with the uh, bad,
1: um the Davis kid, the Mark Davis haircut. Kind of yeah, kick, right? yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kind of looks like him kind of That's has that same mom, You're not allowed
2: on the
3: show. <laughs> well, you don't know. You've never <laughs> seen the show, man. That's true. You're going to have to watch it. We, could be, see. Oh, man, we could be complimenting you. We could be complimenting you, Daryl. You don't even know. could
2: it. be, but I know Dan. You're just encouraging <laughs> me right now, so no. <laughs> oh,
3: man. But, uh, you know, like I said, just kind of doing all this, um, promoting the book, trying to do podcasts, you know, putting out a lot of tweets and that. Um, but one day I just gave away like a hundred books in a day. I yeah. just started in the morning. I just started tweeting out and said, awesome. give me a good story. Give me a story of good news in your house. And, or, you know, you're on the front lines or, you know, you're just bored out of your skull. You've got, you know, three kids at home and, you know, Philip Rivers hit me up right away. Uh, <laughs> i sent him like four, four books. Um, Here kids, here's homeschooling. Look yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, what, you know, so I had some great responses. I had a teacher who was a math teacher said he uses fantasy stats, you know, and all this stuff. And I said, here, I'm sending you the guide. And here's what I want you to do. I said, I want you to send a guide to every one of your kids and tell them to use that for this year to beat their dads in all of their fantasy leagues. I think he, cause I think he was in middle school, he said, and, okay. uh, I said, send them all your kids. Just here you go. Here's a gift. You don't know this guy but he said, you all get one. And so he said he was going to do that. So, awesome. yeah. So I just, you know, just had a day and said, Hey folks, you know what? I'm trying to help the cause and you know, it doesn't cost another to send a PDF and hopefully, you know, they'll buy it next year. Cause a lot of people will come back and say, you know, Hey Bob, thanks so much for that. I, I always wanted to use consistency, but I didn't know who had really put something together worthwhile, or I didn't know how to calculate it myself. And thank you so much. And so that's, you know, that always makes it worthwhile. And, you know again we're all in this together we're all in the same thing i mean it's really in, it's the weirdest part to me is when i'm talking to somebody from england like i did last week for uh five yard rush guys <laughs> and the guy today from ireland and yet we all have the same problem it's not like oh it's just in the united states or it's yeah. just in ohio or tennessee or wherever australia
1: too we have, yeah. we have a friend from australia that, right. uh, yeah there's some guys and in stuff India.
3: And, you know, we're all we're all asking the same question. What are you doing to stop the boredom? You know, and so it's just uh, it's really wild. It really is. I mean, um, but, you know, hopefully on the positive side, we'll come out of this football season will happen. We'll have the expo. We'll get back to normal and, you know, um, things will just return and we'll just keep doing it. So, but, yeah, it's been fun. And I've been yeah. doing a lot of baseball drafts, too. I always like to do best ball drafts this time of year even before the picks just so I can see where some of the players are falling out. And I think that's always intriguing every year because, like, right now, there is zero love for Julian Edelman and James White. Zero. Yeah,
1: none, yeah.
3: None whatsoever. You can get Julian Edelman in, like, eighth round. Like, eighth (laughs) round. I got him in the eighth round as my wide receiver four. This guy ranked seventh last year at fantasy (laughs) points. You know, Some, somebody I'm like,
1: somebody I'm, offered me Edelman for or, and I, I think it was like two players and they're not even very good players. But I'm like, does Edelman have a quarterback?
3: Does, does it matter? Whoever is going to. Yeah. Quarterback, I don't care who it is. Who's it? It's still Bill, Bill Belichick's offense. And as the quarterback, who are you going to throw to the most? Philip Dorsett or the guy that caught 100 passes every year for the last five years from Tom Brady? You know, or the running backs coming out of the backfield that catch the 75 passes a year from Tom Brady. You're going to rely on the guys that are the best players, and that is right. Edelman and James White. You know that they're not going to be very good, so they're going to be playing from behind. Um, they're going to need to throw the ball. And so if Edelman gets his normal seven catches for 50 yards and a touchdown, well, that's, you know, that's 18 fancy points. I'm I'm,
1: I'm going to replay that over and over again right. for Daryl. They're not going to be very good. Because he calls me a hater because I hate on the Patriots all the time. I, I'm not a hater, I'm a realist. <laughs> <laughs> I have a reason. I have a, I have a friend that's a Patriots fan, and he uh, likes to run his mouth uh, all the time. So, yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah. Oh, so. that's fine. I'm not a hater, I'm just a realist. It's yeah. like, yeah, are not going to be very good. I get it. Jared Stidlmera has begun. I still think they're they're going to go to the draft, they're going to see what they get. And then I think they'll either sign Cam or they'll sign Winston, because I think Winston can be fixed. I, yeah. I don't. I think it. I think with Billichick and some people, some smart people, could fix him. Um, he's going to still make mistakes, but remember, he also had wow. problems with his eyes. He said last year. Yeah, he got he got Blasic uh, done right over the summer. You know, and how many times I, – I play fantasy baseball. I can't tell how many times I've seen guys that are baseball players, they get LASIK or they they realize they had problems seeing, and the next year their, their batting average goes up like 50 points uh, because all of a sudden they can see the ball better. It could be been that. Maybe, you know, who knows? I'm not saying he's a great player, but I'm saying if anybody can fix him, it's a guy like Bilichek and, and, and Josh McDaniels that could work with this guy. I think Cam is physically right. done. So my thought is, is they won't waste the money on Cam, but they might go after a Winston and make him come in, you know, with Stedman or maybe they draft somebody else, let him play six, eight games. If they suck, so what? They're going to suck anyway. So let him give it a shot, you know, and then if, if they're, they're one in seven, okay. Then you bring in the rookie and let them start building from there. Um, But, you know, you know that they're still going to have a good solid offensive game plan every time. Yeah, so
1: we'll see. Yeah, their game plan will always be, I think, top notch. the The one thing, the one reason I can't see Cam on the Patriots is Belichick and Cam Newton's personalities no. couldn't no. be any more different. Right, right. <laughs> right. And Cam will just want to show up in one of his, you know,
0: yeah. outfits
1: that he only wears once.
3: <laughs>
0: right.
1: <laughs> to a press conference, and Belichick will be like, right. "What are you
3: doing?" Yeah. Right checked yeah. there in his sweatshirt and <laughs> cut off sweatshirt. Cam yeah. got a straw towel hat on and a cane.
1: <laughs> yeah, but um, there was something that popped in my head that I can't remember. <laughs> here. But anyway, um, <laughs> Daryl, you have anything else? I've been talking a lot.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, no, you've been hitting everything I want to hit. I've uh, been wanting to talk about uh, Bob. For us freaks like me that like the physical copy um where can we go get your magazine
3: so get it's the on amazon copy. yeah you just, and by you...
2: the way i would like go ahead no
3: go ahead i was say you get it on amazon just go there search now, on ahead. Football consistency and uh that will get you your hard copy the cool thing is then uh on the bottom of every page of the hard copy there's a coupon code that you can come back to the website update uh or uh, upgrade to the vip status for the whole season it's only 10 bucks and that way you can get all the updates all the tier drafts list updates awesome. um you know access to the consistency reports uh, the prop bet consistency report everything you need to get you through the season all the articles everything so heck of a deal
1: i think i remember now um
2: awesome and i'll tell you. sorry I'll tell you what, I'm going to, as soon as the show's over, I'm going to go buy that physical hard copy. All right. And if you will, please DM me your address. I would like to send it to you once I get it and have you autograph it for
3: me. Oh, oh, cool. Okay. Fit up on his yeah, wall. I, can I can do that.
1: He's got a wall of uh, signs behind there. Awesome. That yeah, works.
3: I see. Oh, you get. I do. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah but... looks like you got a lot of cool signings. Neat stuff. The,
1: um... So, in I saw a section of your guide is dedicated to DFS and how you can use DFS. Mm-hmm. So, I, I listen to some DFS podcasts and theories. Is your theory better in, in the cash games? Because I'm I, everything I've heard about GPPs is you just got to go for like, you know, some yeah, really right, low right. dollar guy and hope he goes off. Right. So, is your yeah. more geared toward cash game?
3: It is. So uh, two of my writers on the site, uh, Ron Rigney and Colby Conway. Colby also writes for Fantasy Alarm. Ron um, is with me and also helps me do my podcast every week. But during the season, they do uh, a podcast and an article called Consistently Cashing. And basically, yes, it's using the consistency model to find those high floor players at cheaper prices that then you can uh, go and take a chance You know on a guy that might be a little more expensive but might have a little more upside and by doing that you have a better shot at getting you know winning those 50 50s uh and winning your cash games on a weekly basis and they always do pretty well i mean you know they're they're definitely winning money every year uh they track it they keep track. I i don't know exactly what it is every year um i'm not a dfs guy because the consistency model just doesn't work out for me um but I got into prop bets this year, um, so one of the cool things that I, we, I had created last year was a, a tool, and it's on their website as well, called the Prop Bet Consistency Tool. And my theory was the same thing in fantasy footballs is, you know, you see them put up a guy and say, okay, this week, let's say it's Nick Chubb and, you know, the over-under for, this, for him rushing yard is 75 and so people can say, well, let's look at the past history for him against either this kind of defense or home versus away, and I've got all those stats. But also look at how many times right. did they actually make it. So because I was listening, kind of like you, I'm listening to these shows on Sirius Radio for these guys are talking about prop bets. They're like, well, you know, Nick Chubb averaged 85 points a game or 85 yards a game, you know, um, you know, in his last eight games. Um, you know, whatever. And I'm like, okay, but one of those games, he had 150 yards. The other, you know, the other five games, he was below 75 most of the time. So I said, well, we should track the consistency of how many times he went over 75. Well, that might only be, let's say 30% or 40%, even though, you know, his average is over 80, 85 yards. So I, so there's a tool there that you can actually kind of use like a, uh, what he calls a slider, and you can you know, click on the player, per se, uh, and then move the thing to 75. And it literally, in a box, will say, uh, in the last six games, he was 40% over 75 yards. In games where he's playing home against a bad defense, because that's what he's playing this week, he's 75% over. So, you know, it kind of gives you almost like a, here's our prediction. You should take the over, you should take the under. And right. we used that last year, and uh, it, worked, it worked pretty well for us. I was pretty happy about it. The one thing I don't like about uh, prop bits though, is that they usually don't post them until Sunday morning. So it's not like – now, I know they do on, right. on FanDuel and DraftKings, they do them earlier, but see, Ohio doesn't have that yet. So it's only for states that mm-hmm. have – the you know, the open, um, the, the, the sports book scenario. So I'm using offline and most of the offline ones are not offline out of at a country, um, are not posting them until like Sunday morning. Well, right. I'm in church, so I'm not going to sit there, you know, <laughs> sorry, Jesus. Uh, they're, they're you know, they got <laughs> only 65 yards. I got to take this. Um, so I usually, <laughs> that. um, but the ones that I do play, I've played in some games like thrive fantasy, which is kind of like a prop bet game, or there's like 20 choices of the prop bets for the players and you can pick the 10 and get so many points. And then I, w- I won like 750 bucks of that for the season. So work worked out pretty well. Oh, wow. So that's the kind of stuff I continue to try to expand on the consistency model and using that, you know, to either win, you know, DFS or prop bets or, you know, fantasy football, you know, full season fantasy football. And, you know, like I said, uh, the one the other things we're do we're, we were starting this year and was going starting off well is we created a consistency reports for head to head fantasy baseball. So if you're in a head-to-head fantasy baseball points league, we actually have now reports that you can put in your scoring method and it tells you who the most consistent players were at each position for your head to head league. So we're we'll continuing to expand on it, continue to try to make it bigger, better. You know, hopefully someday we'll add the IDP, we'll do maybe basketball, we'll do, you know, whatever sport's got a head to head points in it. We should be able to use the same model and and help help people with their stuff. So yeah, yeah,
1: that's what I was going to ask you about. Um, so which of me, yeah. which of the crazy baseball scenarios do you think is going to play out? The Grapefruit and Cactus League,
3: or, or um, what? I, what I think will play out will be whatever they can make money off of. That's sure. um, yeah. What I hope will play out is that they'll wait to about July. Uh, and start real games in every city so that people can go to them and get back to reality. Yeah. I get it. You don't want to start May 1st, maybe yes. not even June 1st, but then then wait till July 1st, you know? Do the All-Star game to kick off the season and then then yeah. start, you know? Uh, why not? You know, do the voting and, uh-huh. you know, and or whatever. And it's mainly okay, a
1: popularity race anyway.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's not who's yeah. talented anyway. It's who, yeah. who can suck up the most votes. So start with the all-star game <laughs> July 4th weekend and then play, you know, a uh, hundred games or 80 games or whatever that would make and then do the playoffs normal and just do it a year. But don't do this stupid idea of empty seats and, uh, you right. know, in yeah. Phoenix and Arizona. and. Uh, just... you see what they're doing in Taiwan? No.
1: They are putting robots and mannequins in the stands and playing games.
3: Do they cheer? Oh,
1: Wow. I think the the robots make <laughs> noises, but the mannequins like have the jerseys on of the home team. I, right. I saw this on SportsCenter. They were going to play their first game the other day, but it rained, so they got rained out. But uh,
3: nothing will be better than the first time a foul ball snaps off one of the mannequin's head, <laughs> and then they bitch yeah. about that they should have had fence had nets up. That's that'll be the best. <laughs> yeah,
1: mannequin rights, right?
3: Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah. Well, West Bob. The, so who knows? All right, guys. Well, we, thanks for having me. It really yeah, a pleasure. Thank and, you. And you can time. find
1: the consistency guide. I if you. It's funny if you type in Amazon Bob Long, it, it asks if you mean Bob Long, but it, your consistency guide is there. Right. Uh, yeah.
3: So that's why I tell people do fantasy football consistency because you know there's just Bob Long is you know people don't think that there could be last name of Long. Yeah. Weird. Yeah,
1: but it's there, and you can find it. Uh, yep. It's available in yep. paperback. If you're a Kindle Unlimited member,
3: yes, it's uh, free, it's
1: pretty much free. Awesome.
3: Yeah, and if awesome. you and if you buy the book, and you have Kindle, the Kindle book is free too. So if you buy the book, you can get the Kindle for free. Yeah,
1: okay, awesome. So I don't cool. charge
3: for the Kindle if you buy the book. I My mean, I thought is well, why, <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But um, yeah, so definitely check that out. Like I said, the cool so thing you, is site, uh... yeah.
2: Cool. So you mentioned that you don't play IDP very much?
3: I have not played in – I played in a, a an expert league a couple of years ago that did have four IDP positions. And the interesting thing is I usually was always in the playoffs and won the league twice. And I can tell you right now it had nothing to do with the IDP players. <laughs> because I was just picking up whoever was available on the waiver well, wire. if you're in but- – I would love to play in one if, awesome. if you're looking well, if if you're you're interested, we are.
2: Well, I'll tell you what. We are actually looking to fill a second listener league, and it's we free. Go. We're going to do it on MFL. Okay. Um, if you're interested, I would love to put your name down.
3: Please do. I'd love to be a part of it. So when you do IDP leagues, is it just the defensive players only, or is it all players?
1: It's all players,
3: okay. Yeah. All right. And the way the way we
1: normally set up the league is so it's pretty balanced scoring. So there's okay. a, a even distribution, so okay. to speak, or as even as you can
3: get. So how many IDP players are on the on a team?
1: We normally go crazy. Uh, okay. We we field eleven starters. <laughs> so it's, it's so like there's a, eleven not,
3: offense and eleven defense.
1: Uh, normally like six right. or seven offense, because I mean you okay. could do eleven. I mean we could do up to eleven, but most of the time it's like a you know. A little bit more like, uh, you know, two running backs, two wide outs, tight Do end, couple play flexes. IDP only leagues? Yeah, there are some. I I'm used to be in one. Um, I don't think we've done some eliminators. Um, okay. I try to run some, some, uh, eliminators with the help of John Bosch to, uh, for Autism Speaks. Okay. So, cool. um, so I, yeah. I've I've done a few of those. One was we did three last year. We did one IDP only, one uh, super flex, and one one QB. Yep. Okay. So yeah, well, we're gonna, That's something I can probably do while I'm home. Home working is. I just uh, think it
3: would be interesting to do leagues like that because I kind of look at those as when baseball guys do. American League only and yeah. National League only. Yeah. It's kind of like you only have this core of players. So, like, you would just be in an right. IDP only. There's 11 positions you're going to basically pick just like you would a defensive team. You know, you're going to have four defensive linemen and two cornerbacks and two safeties and three linebackers, and all the points are based on that. There's no other offense. Okay. I think that'd be an outstanding league just for chits and giggles, you know, for fun. So,
1: I'm sure we could. <laughs> Absolutely definitely set something up like that yeah but yeah we'll uh we'll keep in touch and we'll let yeah definitely know. yeah and hey, we know you have another uh another busy night of podcasting to get yep. to. all right yeah so, well thank uh, you thanks for,
3: for having, having me on. yeah and uh everybody thanks, you guys Mark. take care hopefully we'll see you maybe at the expo this summer you
1: too yeah yeah fingers Absolutely. crossed everything's uh no, stay good. in touch it's about a yep, six hour
2: drive so for me know, so and we'll put you down for the league, no doubt
3: all right man thanks daryl right. thanks dave take care Thanks, Zip.
2: Thanks, Bob.
1: righty. It's just back to no, me and Daryl. So uh, interesting conversation. Just us two boring guys. Yeah, just us two. But uh it's interesting. <laughs> it's like I said with Bob, I when he said two guys from Brazil, I thought he was just joking about that.
2: <laughs> I did too. I mean that's but, yeah. uh...
1: I'll have to check out that uh, website from uh, from Brazil, absolutely, and I'm
2: definitely buying the magazine. I'm definitely going to check it out. I'm definitely going to send it to Bob and have him autograph it. And yeah. you know, that's the very first issue of our of IDP. So, if you're a crazy nerd like me and like to collect stuff like that, I'm going to do that. Um, can't wait to see what he's got on the IDP side. That's really intriguing to me. Yeah, and I think,
1: like I said, I started to do the research on this. And got bogged down in the information uh, part of it. But, you know, you look at some guys, you know, at linebackers, if you can get 75% of your games as an LB1 or 2, you're doing pretty good. Right. You know, and those were the guys like Luke Keekley that are just consistently 10 tackles a game. You know stuff like that I think Luke Keekley when I was doing the research Luke Keekley was one I mean Bobby Wagner was up there he had a few off games um, through his career I, I kind of looked at it career-wise so I was kind of maybe doing too much too much work but maybe this will inspire me to get back into that now that I got some free time at home I don't have a t- two to three hour commute every day so I can devote some time to something
2: else. Right. And how awesome is it that we have Bob Long in our second Listener League, man? That's pretty cool.
1: Yes, that's filling up pretty quickly from what you've been telling me. Um, yeah,
2: I've actually got a bunch of names. I, uh, let me see here. I've, I don't know what you want to search the number at. I don't know. Huh?
1: While you're searching, uh, okay. the new Listener League Two, is brought four, to you by MyFantasyLeague.com. Um, Myfantasyleague.com is where I play most of my leagues. Um, My majority of them. Me too. I'm on there just about every day. (laughs) I was doing an auction. (laughs) We were doing an auction for free agents today, and I kept getting outbid. It made me upset. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) let's see. I'm going back in here. I did put a bid on your boy, Shy Tuttle. See, you're learning. I'm teaching you something. I needed like a backup. I also put a bid on a corner, believe it or not. Oh, whoa, whoa. Stop the presses. Did you just say corner? Yes, I did. Uh Trayvon oh, wow. Mullen. Trayvon Mullen was out there by himself. So That's I... not
2: a bad that's not a bad bid though. I mean
1: The bid's not closed yet, but by the time this podcast comes out it will be, so
2: What's what's the current bid on him?
1: uh well the starting bid is four hundred thousand. that's what i have on him
2: that's not bad then i mean if you're yeah. getting him for the minimum that's really a great value i mean that's where
1: i'm at like i'm looking my team is not very wasn't very good last year so i kept my core players i let some but people go you know i have some older core players i have some guys that just haven't worked out like david johnson i thought was going to be a cornerstone to my team i mean he was still my highest scoring running back last year as bad of a season as he had um so and i you know i'd carry on johnson get hurt you know some bad stuff right. um but yeah i'm just looking to get younger and build through the draft right i think i have like third or fourth pick so Something around there. Um, but yeah, it's... it's. I cut out one of these salary cap leagues because these salary cap leagues take up a ton of time and you really have to know your stuff. You really yep, have to pay really attention do. to it. And if you're not going to pay attention to them, don't join them. <laughs> you're just going to get lost. It's
2: exactly...
1: And I don't want to discourage people, but like, you know, it, it's a lot of work. It's... It really is, and you have to be into doing the work to, to be successful in them. Um, I got that guy, uh, Begano or yep. whatever his name is, from Minnesota. It's going to be opposite of Hunter, unless they draft somebody. He actually had a lot of points last year. I didn't even know that. Um, I got Mario Addison, since he moved to defensive end in Buffalo. So... I picked up some guys. Yep. So, more, more I, I don't know. Like I said, I don't think this team is going very well, going very far this year, but we're throwing out some crazy money. So when they're up against the cap and can't even sign their draft picks, I'll be scooping them picks up.
2: <laughs> right. Like, so, uh, looking at my count here, I've got 2, 4, 6, 8, 10. Bob made number 10. Uh, don't know how else. far you want to go. 12, 14, what are we looking at? Uh, 12 seems
1: like a solid number. If we have a lot of interest in the next couple days, we can push it to 14,
2: I guess. Okay, so if you all are listening and you know uh, somebody that's interested in IDP... Uh, like I said, we have 10 teams or two, four, six, eight, ten. 10. Well, yeah, we have 10 teams to count us. Uh, we need two. I, I am counting us. Okay. Uh, so if you've got, if you know somebody that's interested, hit us up. We're looking for at least two more. If the interest is there, we'll kind of expand uh, Dan. I think you were talking about maybe making this a super flex league, a little different from what we have on uh, our other league.
1: Yeah, I like Superflex Leagues for the most part. That's all I kind of start. That's it. Um, Eric's League is really the only one quarterback league I think I've joined in the past, I don't know, forever.
0: Um, <laughs> right.
1: Superflex to me is the new norm. Like Superflex and um, PP, like PPR was foreign uh, before, and now it's like the, the standard. I think Superflex is, is kind of becoming a standard at least i don't know i think it's it gives quarterbacks a little bit more value right to me because that, that, a lot of times in a one quarterback league it's like okay who cares like i just need one right. yeah you know, there's like 16 quarterbacks that you could start and yeah you, know, you might not they might not win you the week but they probably won't lose you the week either right um so while we're sitting here, a um, couple of things that we got to plug. So uh, <laughs> I know uh, having Bob on, we were doing our best to, to plug his consistency guide. Um, I, I have read it in the past. I did not get a copy of this one yet. Uh, but, you know, it, it's good information. It helps you become more cognizant of, of not only just the star players, but the star players that are consistent. The boom bust guys... Wow. You know, like I said, they're good for GPPs and DFS, but besides that, you want consistency on your team because the consistent guys will help you win. You know, maybe y- you have, in a best ball, y- you build your team with those consistent guys, and then you throw some of those, you know, I like to call them YOLO players. You only live once players. <laughs> like, <you> know, because, <laughs> hey, you know, if you have a consistent, solid core of your team, you can take some gambles in best ball with those you know, um, like Deshaun Jackson types that you know one one play is all they need. That's about all they're going to make in a game. Right. Um, so, you know, th- those are the types of players I target in best ball after I have a pretty solid squad. Or I'll take some chances early and then insulate it with those guys like Bob was saying. You know, the Drew Breeses that get neglected and disrespected because they're old you know, they're they're you know they only have a year or so left you know in best ball you don't care about that you're like this is yeah you know, last year who cares uh you want the best guys out there um but we have some plugging away to do um with that uh said uh catch us on podbean itunes wherever you're at we could use some five-star reviews help get our name out there uh I don't know, I got something about pod charting or something. We're like, you know, actually on the pod charts, which is kind of cool. Uh, awesome. Whether or not that was uh, just a, uh, what do you call it? A uh, marketing tactic to try to get us to sign up for something. I don't know. Uh, but but uh, we like to see those five-star reviews. Uh, it's been a little bit since I think we've... Um, since we have seen some reviews um so we'd like to see some more of those and you know bring them in here uh, looking for five star reviews obviously um if you have some suggestions for us let us know what you think um if you don't like to dig stuff then you can just skip on over those episodes you know, download them for us that'd be great right. and then you can just get rid of them right after you download them uh <laughs> I don't think it counts if you download, I think download, and yeah, what's that, the the uh, 06010, the, the fantasy focus. They say download, don't listen. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that'll help us out a bit when we're, you know, looking for sponsors and things like that to help uh, give us something for doing this besides the hanging out and talking football aspect of it. Um, there are some costs that come with running this kind of show. It does. Um, Hit us up if you're interested in listening to a live draft. We've been kicking around this idea, and we're, we're thinking about it, of doing some live draft coverage. If that's something you'd be interested in listening to. If, if nobody wants to listen to it, then we'll just watch the draft and react to it later. But um, it is something that we kicked around the idea of uh, watching the draft together and kind of reacting. My only issue would be if we're on a slate delay.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, I get, I do have that crappy internet, so
1: you do have the crappy <laughs> internet, but anyway, uh, let us know if that's something you'd be interested in listening to. Uh, we'd probably go over to YouTube. You can see our terrible cameras. Ooh, your camera's not bad. My camera over here is pretty pathetic, but, um, but I have been on some of those shows um, with the live cameras and all. Um, our draft magazine, we we are just about wrapped up all the profiles. Um, we're just waiting on landing spots. So if you uh, are interested, those are available for pre-order. You can get it at IDP guys, or yeah, not at um IDP.guys.org. Uh, which is also where you can catch my rankings. Uh, I'm doing the offense and defense rookie rankings um, over there. I have, I don't know, a hundred and some ranked. Some of them are just at the bottom of my rankings, to be perfectly honest, because I, they're not relevant. So, <laughs> no, no sense in really ranking. I got the list from, I guess, their big generated list. Um, we ranked the for the guy for the draft magazine. Um, some of those guys. I got to be honest. I didn't even know who they were at the bottom of the
2: list. Did you know all the guys that you dra- that you ranked? For the most part, yes. I think there might have been a couple, but yeah, for the most part, I know just about all of so them. I said, I said, should I rank the
1: corners? Because <laughs> I didn't watch any corners. I don't watch no, corners. You're a hater. You're
2: you're such a hater.
1: You know the only corner I watched in this draft class, Reed Harrison Ducro, because I watched him before we uh,
2: before well, we had him. On you the know, show. if you're going to watch one, that's the guy to watch right
1: there. That's the only corner I've watched probably in my entire time doing this because we were having him on the show, so I threw some tape on him. But
0: <laughs>
1: uh, I, I don't draft corners for their talent. I draft corners if they can get a lot of tackles and they're going to get picked on.
2: Right. So I get that. I mean, there is, I think, me and you will disagree on this heavily, but I think there is a few corners worth drafting. Um, you know, I'm a big Byron Murphy guy just because I think he plays opposite of Patrick Peterson and most, people are going to avoid his side. So that means Murphy's going to get a lot of the uh, attention and he's good enough that he's going to make a lot of plays for you. So I think there is some special circumstances with corners where they are worth drafting, but uh, I know you like to string corners or whatever you want to call it. and yeah. pick up waivers, but look for hot. I mean, at the end of the
1: year last year, I ended up with Jimmy Ward and Julian Love on, like, 90% of my teams because I saw he was playing. they were playing corner, or safety. Right. So I'm like, hey, you know, even better. I don't have to play a corner. Cheat codes. Those cheat codes are gone now from MFL because Gary Davenport does a good job of making sure that the, it's, it's fair and balanced.
2: Man, he so does. Big
1: kudos yeah. to him. And he gets a lot of crap. He does, and it's nobody's ever going to be happy with whatever position he decides until there's a whole like revolution. I would say, you know, if there's a big revolution and we completely change classifications for good. Um, and I know you hate the edge
2: designation, but I do. But it's because I'm such a traditionalist. I mean, I'm yeah. just. I'm locked well, into that defensive end, defensive tackle, linebacker. I get
1: that, but corner. guess what? We're playing a fake game.
2: We I can come we up are. with
1: we can come up with fake positions. Ugh. I know, I'm being Ronda Rousey right now. You I'm are Calling Rousey. wrestling fake. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, we play a game that's made up. You can you can change the rules as long as your league agrees to change the rules. But and I get that the existing leagues, you can't necessarily just change things without, you know, the league taking a vote. But, you know, I think he does a good job. Like I said, I might not agree completely with every decision being made, but he's not just making the decisions willy nilly. You know, he's he's putting the work in to figure it out. If he's changing somebody, he has a reason to change him. And he said that last year. I'm not going right. to change somebody unless there's a good reason to change them.
2: And he, and like you said, he takes a lot of flack over what he does. But honestly, he does a great job with yeah. what all he's, he's tasked with doing. I mean, he does a really good job and should be commended for what he does. Um, Instead of be rated, yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, like you said earlier, nobody's perfect. You can't make everybody happy. So um uh, with the that- thing,
1: you're never gonna have everybody happy because you're gonna have guys that say, Well, the team calls them this, ESPN calls them this, this right. call you know, you have so many different you know, authorities I guess. Um, but that's the one great thing about MFL if you don't like the positions that have been designated by the, by Gary from Fantasy Sharks, you can change them as a commissioner. You can go in and you can adjust them. Um, Ryan Early, I think, uh, he runs all of his leagues right. based on interior defensive line, edge, off-ball linebacker, safety, and corner. And he goes in, and he he hates when MFL <laughs> drops the changes because then he's got to go in and rechange them all back if he deems necessary. But um, you know, it, it's it's very customizable. Another reason why we do like it. Right. Um, I am a simplistic person, so I like to whatever the site decides is whatever the site decides. I don't. I. I use a lot of those functions but i don't like to go in and dig around too much um but anyways you got anything else for the people besides giving us five stars on itunes and other platforms besides hitting us up on twitter for questions filling the listener league buying the dynasty football digest draft guide at idpguys.org oh Go to myfantasyfootballshirt.com and buy an IDP nation shirt right while you're in quarantine.
2: It'd be great. And I, and I haven't really discussed this with you, but I'm going to go ahead and break it out here. Um, breaking, breaking news. Breaking news. If do you'll do go do ahead do do. and give us those five star reviews or go on Pod, you know, whatever they are Podbean or whatever and give us that, say, hey, Put five star in it, five star liking whatever. I think me and Dan will take all these in. Let's see. Today is the fourteenth. We'll say the first day of May. Me and Dan will uh, go through them and check them all out, and we will pick one winner. And we'll let you know who wins, and we'll send you a little uh, special. Um. For being a special listener, we'll send you a little prize package. We'll get in contact with the winner and ask for your uh, physical address, and we'll send you a little something in the mail. Wow.
1: Breaking news. There you go. Breaking contest.
2: There you go.
1: Yes, and we'll make sure to include some Lysol wipes so you can wipe it down and before you bring <laughs> it in your house and all that stuff. Hopefully by May 1st we're allowed out of the house again safely gosh i hope so i'm getting tired of seeing my four actually i i cleaned my office up nice yesterday got the kids toys out of my office and since i'm going to be working here for the next like know yeah. actually about two months i'll be working from my office down here um but I, yeah i straightened it up all nice rearranged some stuff cleaned some stuff off here so but anyway Um, hopefully we took your mind off of being stuck at home or having to go out into the workplace um, on the front line, so to speak Um, and hit us up. I don't know. You know, I I normally have a a window up a Twitter or something. So hit us up with some questions. The draft is what a week and a half away. 10 days, nine days.
2: Yeah, it looks like it. I hope so. Um, You know, I know there's a lot of concerns with the NFL front offices and teams and draft strategies. They have their concerns with this, but that aside, I think we really, the draft could be huge right now. I know prospects can't be live and all this, but how huge is this right now? With everything that's going on, with everything that has completely shut down, how big would the draft be right now? I mean, it's. I think it would be one of the biggest drafts ever.
1: Well, it's going to be... Uh, they're, they're also going to be kind of plugging like a charity aspect to it, too. Um, which I hope... And I'm all for being charitable. I hope it doesn't take away of the mystique of the, the draft. These young men are already not going to get to walk across the stage. You know... I, I don't know i don't know what i'm saying i I guess i just don't want it i don't want it to take away from the athletes getting their you know career defining you know moment you know their draft moment you think about all the guys walking across the stage shaking the commissioner's hand holding up the jersey nobody gets to do that this year so mm-hmm. I, I hope it just doesn't take away from those kids that worked their entire lives, basically, to, to get to this point. You know, I hope they get to be celebrated, you know. I, I know they're going to have Zoom, 58 guys on Zoom or something like that. Right. So I hope it also doesn't tip our hand as to who's getting selected. Because you know how the, the the players are normally called before they're getting picked.
2: Yeah, and I got to think if this... Happens like it's supposed to, uh, I think that stuff is eliminated. They're not going to show these guys getting phone calls. I mean, that's just my opinion. They're, they're going to keep all the drama aspect of it that they can. I, I truly believe they'll keep that intact because yeah. um, it's really going to make it that more exciting, especially now. I mean, you got to imagine, you know, this time a year ago, I was in Nashville and one of the biggest draft. Of all time, I mean, Waltner and Fanaro was there. I mean, it was elbow to elbow. It was an atmosphere. It was a it was an
1: event. It was the uh, anti-social distancing.
2: It was. It was. It so was. Oh wow! It was. But I think with what's happening now, I think this kind of plays to the NFL's advantage if they play this right. I mean,
1: I mean, people
2: tuned in to see them play horse. People have tuned in to see play people play video games. You know I've not watched either one of them. I have not, even for a second, I, I honestly have not tuned in to either one of those.
1: Yeah, I've, I've tuned in here or there while I'm doing other stuff. I haven't sat and watched something like that. But
2: I truly think if the NFL plays their cards right, plans this right, this could be huge, especially at this time. I mean, it really could be huge because you're got all these people sitting at home, all these fans sitting at home, they're itching for something and this draft could be it. I mean, it really could. I mean you could see some record numbers as far as viewers on T V for this if they if they play their cards right and play this right. You really could Well Daryl, one thing you also have to think about is not everybody is crazy like us.
1: That's true, but there are a lot more casual fans of football that could care less about the draft. True. Because I, I talk to people I work with and they are not anywhere. You know, they're, they're, cat, they're football fans, but you know, they'll ask me, who do you think the Eagles are going to draft? You know, you know I after that. the draft they'll say, is this guy any good on defense? You know, whatever.
2: You know, I get that and I was, like I said, I was in Nashville last year. I have a good friend. I stayed with him. Um, and there was people that went to the draft last year just because it was in Nashville. It was in their hometown, so I party. get that. Yeah, I mean, it's a Nashville's huge part. a party every day. You know, and I think if, if if this virus hadn't happened, I think Vegas could have really challenged Nashville what Nashville did last year. I'm telling you, Nashville was crazy last year, so I'm I sure could only imagine what Vegas would have been. Um, and, and honestly... I think Vegas is the one place that could have challenged Nashville. I mean, that's – it was crazy. It was crazy. Whatever would have happened in Vegas would have stayed in Vegas. (laughs)
0: Right.
1: But anyway, I think we're going to wrap it up for today. Any other words besides uh, go out and get some guides, fill your time. You know you're
2: looking for something to do. That's right. Get your guides. Um, Get our guide. Get Bob's guide. Yep. Give us a five-star still have opens and openings in our listener league hit us up um join the idp facebook group it's taking off there's a lot of good stuff there reddit i'm on reddit follow me and dan on twitter uh dan's over there at the idp guys i'm still at uh the dynasty football factory so there's all kinds of information and of course, our podcast, and if you're in the Debbie, hit up the uh, DIG episodes. We've got Eric on with us there. So, yep. I mean, there's plenty for you to do if you're bored. We we cover a little bit of everything everywhere.
1: Yeah, I'm going to try to get a draft needs column done hopefully by early next week so you can get, get take a look at what I think every team needs. I was going to do offense and defense. I was going to get crazy. You're right. I don't think I have time to research offense that much. Like I'm not good with linemen, offensive linemen. I don't scout. I don't look at. I don't. I don't know anything about them.
2: You know, I'm glad you mentioned that. It's a little bit off track, but somebody mentioned it in. Oh, help me! One of the chats, one of the groups I'm in. They heard of a league that is actually
1: drafting offensive linemen.
2: Drafting offensive linemen, and I'm like, what are you scoring? Pancake well, block, I... sacks allowed, whatever. I mean, that's – if you're drafting offensive linemen, that's the elite of the elite right there. I sure
1: as hell know who I'm not drafting. A Fetty.
2: Yes, the human turnstile. I mean, God. Don't even get me started on that. Uh I'm glad he's in Seattle or was whatever. He well, he's was not there. anymore. He gone. Well he was. The Seahawks C- signed. Couldn't, um couldn't happen to a better team, I'm just saying. Yeah.
1: But anyway. Anywho. Anyhow. Uh yeah, let us know. Uh we'll come out with an episode here next week. Um if we're gonna do the draft night, I don't know. Let's put up a poll.
2: If I mean, I'm all in, in it. It's kind of
1: a... Are you, I mean, I wouldn't mind hanging out and watching it with you virtually, but... No, that's fine. Are you If nobody's going to watch... That?
2: Are you kind of thinking like something... <laughs> it's kind of the same thing, like uh, mine and your favorite podcast, something to wrestle with. You know, they pick certain shows and go back and watch it. Watch along? Yeah, watch along. I mean, I'm all for it, man. I'm, I think it would be huge. Maybe... We could just do the watch and, along and record. And, and here's a thought. Maybe we could get our buddy uh, at Nate Cheat of the IDP guys. Maybe we could get him I to already do I already something. talked to him. Maybe we could get him to do something for YouTube where everybody could watch along with us. So. I already talked to him. If we want to do it, the, the availability is there. Cool. So, yeah. Um, put up a poll. Go I'll ahead put and put a up poll. a poll. Go ahead and put up the poll, and uh, we'll see what kind of uh, love it gets, attention it gets, and we'll uh, kind of go from there.
1: Yeah. You might have to put up with our TVs because uh,
2: well, I do like no- hearing. You know, nothing's going to beat my shitty-ass internet, so how I many hey. night Well, you know,
1: you'll, you'll be 20 minutes behind me. Gonna... You'll hear the first pick of the draft, Joe Burrow, and you'll say, the commissioner just came out and said the draft started. <laughs> uh, oh man! Oh shit! The crappy internet will never die. Never! I will not.
2: At this point, I will not let it die.
1: <laughs> you wear that as a badge of courage.
2: That's exactly right. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna have me a little uh, a little patch made somewhere. I'm gonna figure out where who can make this for me. I you know what to.
1: You know what we need to do? We need to branch out with our... We need to be like our podcast, something to wrestle yes. with.
2: I know what you're fixing to say. That, I have, the t-shirts.
1: Have a bunch of t-shirts. Yes. Crappy internet. I have That's, crappy internet.
2: Nate, if you're listening, make this happen.
1: <laughs> well, we, we can make that happen, but we would have to... Uh, you know, if you would buy a I have crappy internet t-shirt, and I think we need three people.
2: <laughs> three. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He'll he'll mock it up for us and
2: uh, you know. Actually, we need to because if he'll make that shirt, I will be the first one to buy it. There you go.
1: Yeah, I think I don't know. We have some kind of agreement somewhere in our email that we signed. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we'll 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 get the uh, the technical stuff out, out of your hair here, people. Um, enjoy your week. Sorry, it wasn't too IDP heavy.
2: And just um, so you mean, all know, I am looking at the human unicorn over here with his hair, hairdo. It's a mohawk, <laughs> dude. I wish you could see what I see. I color blue. It looks like you've got. I. I know, but it looks like you know you've what, got for a the draft right on your forehead, and it's pointing right at me.
1: So here's the, my my son has this uh, hair gel. of different colors that my <laughs> wife bought for some reason. Uh, for the draft, I'll I'll you know do the mohawk in blue, and I'll have the sides green. It'll be Seahawks colors.
2: You know what? If we do this uh, live draft thing, I'll uh, I'll find some face paint. I'll paint my face up. We'll go all out with this if we can make this happen. I'll I'll join you. I'll I'll get the face paint. I'll.
1: I might have I'll to change headphones thing. though because. Wearing these, it kind of <laughs> crushes the back. That's probably why it looks like a unicorn because
2: it it's crushing yeah, it so... <laughs> the back.
1: I tried to wear the headphones down, but they were falling off my head. So, yeah.
2: See, I mean... when you move your headphones, I can see it. I can actually see the mohawk, but when yeah, up, it's, it's there. See... Yeah, all I see is the point.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's there. I mean, I'm losing a lot of hair. You know, Getting old sucks, but.
2: Well,
1: you know you aren't old as shit, so hey. You're older. <laughs> See, that's don't just not you necessary. forget it.
2: That is not nice. Oh my God, that's not nice. See, so. This is why we can't be friends right here.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, it, it, we 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 are friendly, just like uh,
2: Bruce and Conrad. <laughs> I'm so Bruce. I'm so Bruce. Bruce, take I your pills! It.
1: So you want to hear something funny? Um, I know this is—I know we're trying to wrap up. You want to hear something funny? I saw sure. somebody... Now, this is maybe... Maybe it's because I'm a little biased against the 49ers. Oh, One of the 49ers, I, I guess it was a fan or a writer, and I know there's a couple listeners out there that are like the, like the 49ers and, you know, whatever.
0: Right. They
1: said that with the 13th pick, they would like to see them take Javon Kinlaw because they need a space-eating defensive tackle.
2: Oh, wow. Ouch.
1: Said so they didn't, had one, and they gave him away. Didn't they, they had just the best trade him one. away? And I didn't type anything because, you know, being Seahawks Dan 8, I know it'd just be a, you know, it'd be like bees on honey. You know, right? I I left it alone because that's the responsible thing to do, folks. When you see something you don't agree with, just just keep scrolling. You you don't have that's, to make the comment. Just that's just the, that's the, the
2: smart there. move. Yes, it is. It's the smart move. Don't but... set yourself up for
1: you know stuff like that. But but yeah, I I <sighs> laughed. I'm like, you had the best defensive. Absolutely. Best defensive tackle, and you traded him. God, and how
2: I hate San Francisco right now for trading him to the Colts. I've got to deal with this fricker every twice a year now. I mean, yeah. Taylor Lamon better be ready. <laughs> well, your guards better be ready. Taylor yeah, Lamon ain't going to see him. Well, he might. He might. You, have your to guards and in center a little bit. <laughs>
1: Well, if you're doing that, then they better find uh, Justin
2: Houston, too. Oh, my God. Don't, don't you put that juju on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't you they do it. have
1: Justin Houston,
2: unless he's a free agent. Justin Houston. He's a wore-out bum.
1: He's a little older. I'll give you that, but um, he's still pretty good. Jabal Sheard is a free agent. Yeah, actually, uh, you're looking at Justin Houston and Kimiko Ture with uh, last year's first mm-hmm. round or second round pick, Ben Banigou. back Backing up Houston. Wow. And some guy named Grover. Oh, Ger- yeah. Grover was having some technical difficulties with the Zoom party on Sesame Street tonight.
0: Yeah. Cookie! <laughs>
1: Like, I haven't heard that one a thousand times.
2: <laughs> Don't be hating on Sesame Street. Sesame I like, Street
1: I, was, I brought, we watched Sesame Street. They had some kind of COVID special for the
2: kids. I seen that. I was like, what in the heck is going on here? Sesame Street at 7 o'clock at night? Yeah, well. But Sesame Street back in the day was the bomb. I watched Cookie it all the time. Monster and Elmo and Oscar and Big Bird and and all those good guys. <laughs> somebody actually...
1: That's <laughs> very poor graphic. Speaking of bad Twitter takes, somebody actually... Actually, I guess it's Bill Barnwell. I don't know. <laughs> he, he proposed this trade that the Dolphins get Dak Prescott and the 17th overall pick for the fifth overall pick, and the third round pick. Wow. That the Dolphins would get the 17th end deck is the funny part of that. Wow. That's, uh, that's interesting.
0: That's interesting.
1: crazy. See, the, the, when people are locked up in their house and don't have anything to do, and they have Twitter can be dangerous <laughs> kind of like us we just keep dangerous. rambling on and on and on and on and on but anyway we're gonna hang up now and are say we? good night now yes we are so
2: that's it join our listener league by Bob's Magazine check out the IDP
1: Nation handle we'll put up the poll about draft day um, we'll watch the movie draft day maybe we could do a watch along of the movie draft day
2: oh I love that movie
1: it's a terrible movie, but I do like it.
2: It's not a terrible movie. Shut your dirty mouth. It's very unrealistic. very unrealistic. Very unrealistic. You're a hater. You're a hater. It our is friend very Kyle would to... I like it. I like the movie. It's just very unrealistic. Go Hawks. Our, our friend Kyle would beg to differ with you. He loves that movie, too.